Having prayed for the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the eleven voted, and Matthias was elected. We're not entirely sure how this drawing of lots was carried out. One method that was common at the time was to write names on pebbles or pieces of pottery, and then put them in a container and shake until one flies out. The expression, the lot fell, would seem to suggest this method. However, the expression, he was added, he was enrolled, could also be translated, he was chosen by vote. Whatever the method, the apostles were confident that God had made his will known, and so Matthias was chosen to replace Judas, the twelve was told again. This was the first time that we hear the name Matthias mentioned in Scripture, and it is the last. According to pious tradition, however, Matthias was born in Bethlehem, the tribe of Judah. From his early childhood, he studied the scripture under the guidance of Simeon, the old prophet who greeted Jesus in the temple, as we heard several weeks back. After the twelve were clothed from on high by the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, Matthias preached in Jerusalem and Judea together with the other apostles. From Jerusalem, he traveled with Peter and Andrew to Antioch and Cappadocia, and later to Ethiopia, where he was in prison. He was frequently subjected to deadly peril, and the Lord preserved him. There are two legends regarding his death. When James, the near kinsman of Jesus, was flung down from the pinnacle of the temple, Matthias also was arrested and brought for judgment before the Sanhedrin at Jerusalem. And using the prophecies of the Old Testament, Matthias demonstrated that Jesus Christ was the true God and the promised Messiah. And this, it is said, incensed the Sanhedrin, and so he was sentenced to death by stone. Another tradition has it that he was beheaded during one of his missionary journeys. His relics, his bones, were brought from the Holy Land by St. Helena, mother of Constantine, and now by a in Italy. So what was it like for Matthias, this replacement for Judas, to play second fiddle to the original eleven? What was it like to take the place of a traitor? And others maybe think that he too would betray Jesus. Or that as a former member of the B team, he was not worthy of the office he'd been given. Was Matthias the right person for this important task? And I think that the selection of Matthias shows us two things. First, no matter what our place in life, no matter when we are called, we are to be witnesses to Jesus in our words and deeds and be faithful to him until our lives end. And secondly, the story teaches us that the church on earth is not perfect. There are weeds in the field, there are tares in the field, great sanctity and great evil growing side by side. The same church that produces 
great saints like St. Peter, St. Francis, and Mother Teresa also allows for great traitors and sinners like Judas. For my own part, in a day and age, the priesthood has been brought into disrepute by the appalling behavior of some clergy. I think of the colic today that prays that the church might be delivered from false apostles and provided with faithful and true pastors. Pope Benedict wrote of St. Matthias, we draw from him this lesson. While there is no lack of unworthy and traitorous Christians in the church, it is up to each of us to counterbalance the evil done by them with our clear witness to Jesus Christ, our Lord, and our Savior. How do we do this? Well, perhaps we should recall Leonard Bernstein's words. If we have no second fiddles, we have no harm. You know, it's an old joke. What do you call the person who graduates last in medical school? You call a dog. And that's true with the apostles. What do you call the apostle that was left at last? Apostle. And as followers of Jesus, you and I have been given a high and worthy title. We are his disciples. He is our master. He is playing the melody. We are playing the harmony. And harmony is important to the music of faith. Harmony is the building block of all music. It is impossible not to have harmony because harmony exists naturally. Harmony establishes the mood and the context of the piece and stops it from sounding flat. And that is an important role for the person playing second fiddle. Perhaps you are frustrated because you feel passed over in life. Perhaps you're jealous of a sibling or a teammate or a co-worker or a friend. Perhaps you're wondering when it will be your turn for a day in the sun. Let all that go. Enjoy the harmony. Learn from St. Matthias how to be content and grateful and faithful in playing second fiddle. Determine to do your best, not to be the best. You know, the King James translation of the scripture, the word leader is used only six times. The word servant is used over 900 times. And that reminds us that playing second fiddle can be more pleasing to God and regarded more highly by Jesus than leading and singing a solo. St. Matthias was willing to accept the call to be the twelfth apostle and to play second fiddle, all because he knew that harmony in the gospel of Jesus Christ makes all the difference. St. Matthias, Apostle and Martyr, pray for us now and all of us. Amen. Amen.